Gertens Caboose, September 2023, Tracker. Season 41 is done. Dear friends and family, August 28th, I returned home today from a post-camp season director's meeting. I told my dear little brothers, friends, and co-workers in the kingdom that my head was spinning about how terribly fast this particular camp season rushed by, my 41st overall. I cannot recollect a previous season that came close in doing so. I vividly remember last winter presenting the camp theme for this summer that is deep to the camp board for their approval. And now, Telhai Camp is empty. The campers have all gone home. All of our equipment, supplies, props, decorations, and costumes, etc. are all put away. The candy drop helicopter, which was a first, has come and gone. The eleven time travelers in this year's production of The Procurator are all back in their own time zone now, that is, first century Jerusalem. M5, the master's multimedia monitor man robot, has done his biblical critique of the Barbie movie and has gone back to his galaxy with his assistant, Ray Gunn. Chip, Microphone, Chuck Dynasty, and Mr. E have all exited from their puppet stage, most of which will not be seen for another year. The wonderful raucous in the camp pool with the boys, the marvelous mayhem, so to speak, has quieted. The pool waters are still now. It hurts just to type these words, beloved. It truly hurts. Life is but a vapor. A vapor. All that was said, all that was done, at all three camps this summer is now written in the history books of heaven. The books, as the Apostle John put it in Revelation chapter 20, verse 12, will be opened on that great day when all will be examined in the burning light of God's pristine, exacting holiness. I have told my camp staffs many times over the years that the sermons they hear at camp, they will hear again. The preachers and teachers will be judged according to what they taught and their motives for doing so. 1 Corinthians 4, 5 The staff and campers will be judged for what they did with what they heard. Yes, this does sober you, to the point of being stunned if you give your heart and mind to it long enough. And that is exactly what the doctrine of Judgment Day is supposed to do, to you, instill in you the fear of the Lord, but also the desire to please Him, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9 and 10. The works, baby, the whole works. One of my favorite actors is the young Mickey Rooney. Our family has grown up together on his movies. In fact, his classic Oscar-winning role as Whitey Marsh in Boys Town, 1938, was partly responsible for inspiring our daughter, Laura, to adopt children when she grew up. In that movie, Whitey is sitting in a barber chair. When asked by the Boys Town resident who worked there what service he wanted, he replied, Give me the works, baby, the whole works. In a very real way, that has been my philosophy with the Hopewell Summer Camps for all of these years. I have striven to give the children and teens experiences in five days of camp they don't see or hear the rest of the year, and all of this on a very low budget. Hence, I've gotten grieved or angry many times when someone would suggest for our evening special event that the campers play soccer. Arg! Ugh! Our nation's youth and families are drunk with soccer. I've told my assistants, hey, they can do and play soccer all year round. They can and do play soccer all year round. Let's have them do something for a special event that they don't do all year all year round. Hence, that accounts for my list of activities, events, and guests, so to speak, in the list above. A door on the floor. And yet, 
And yet, the entire philosophy, strategy, and goal of every camp day is to enhance the spiritual experience of the campers in the evening chapel service. We stuff them with new and unusual and exciting experiences all day as much as we can to not only bless them, but to also play with them. We play with them all day in order to pray with them at night, so to speak. The whole day is geared as preparation for the time of approaching the Lord at night. My ultimate goal of camp? A door on the floor. This is what I live for at camp. This is why I continue to do camp. If that didn't happen, I doubt I'd keep doing them. The marvel of camp continues to happen at every camp every year. Staff, teenagers, and children lying on their faces before the Lord up front after having heard a sound, biblical, Christ-centered exhortation and challenge from the Word of God. I refuse to have it any other way. Anything else is mere hype or, God forbid, emotional manipulation. And it is so easy to emotionally hype up and manipulate young people. I refuse to do so. I want them responding to the Holy Spirit's promptings and conviction afforded him by the means of the preaching of the word. May it ever be so on my watch at camp. Speaking of adoration, below are some correspondences I've received from former campers, counselors, parents, etc., re-experience about experiencing this precious presence of our Lord via his preached word and Holy Spirit. Quote, Thank you with all our hearts. I could cry. This camp is where I learned to adore the Lord, and I started doing, going at my son's, Nathan's age, Nathan was a first-time camper this summer. It has been such an integral part of our lives and relationship with Jesus and each other, so much so that Stephen, her husband, asked me to marry him there. It's our favorite place on earth, and we are so excited he, our son, gets to go. Thank you again. This was from Kasha, a former little girl in kids' church with me, a former camper, counselor, and kids' camp worship team member. Uh, Not to mention, she also is a purity uh, talk speaker. Quote, my heart meditations and memories of Telhai and yourself, Gertie, regular have, ha, regularly have me visiting, S- sending love from our family. Josh, a former camper since he was a boy who also counseled for many years too. Quote, that was the first time I ever felt God. Love that room, unquote. Speaking about uh, Telhai Camp's Hemlock Hall, Uh, where we hold our chapel services. Her name was Jessica, former camper. Quote, thanks for posting the YouTube video of teaching your camp staff this year about the ministry to children. It's good to hear your teaching again. It's even better to hear the truth of the scriptures come out about this. It pricked my heart about my own children's upbringing. Keep speaking the truth, my friend. Unquote. Matt, who was a former counselor. Quote, I just want to tell you that I was just talking with my Nana about the deep gratitude for how you laid such a foundation in the scriptures for me. It has shaped me in almost every way, and not every kid who goes to Bible camp receives such a rich treasure in the Word and to value the presence of the Lord. Unquote. Christina, a former camper and counselor. Quote, Thanks for the camp report. It seems like a lifetime ago that Rosemary and I were dropping off much younger versions of Ben and Kristen, our two children, at Hopewell Camps, but I'm still so thankful that they both had those opportunities to experience God's presence in that way. Unquote. Jim, father of former campers in a camp, and one of which was a camp worship leader. Quote, Brother, thank you for preaching the word towards the aim of showing the full, adorable character of God. 
loving Jesus more tonight as a result. I consider the likelihood high that the enemy may come at you tonight because I know he didn't like the message delivered. Praying protection and peace of mind for you tonight. Unquote. That's from Rachel, a former camper counselor and girls purity talk speaker. This one floors me. It floors me. The quote below just about stunned me when I read it. How so? It was sent to me by a sister and friend in the Lord whose family I have known for decades. In fact, most of their children came to camp for years. Their oldest daughter counseled for many years. This woman's husband, he has rescued me concerning repairing our family and ministry vehicles many times over those years. Why would this particular quote mean so much to me? Well, this woman, Chris, is on my weekly video podcast email list. She listened to my camp message, um, which is the, the, has been my message for all three camps this summer. Quote, Jesus saves us from so much. This message entails all he saves his people from by saving them from their sin, which would include death, the law, the curse of the law, the wrath of God, the tyrannical dominion of Satan, eternal torment in the lake of fire, etc. Chris's response to the preached word of God is what I have longed for from those who have heard me for decades. I have written in a recent previous newsletter how very, very dismayed I've been when the heavy, severe things of God, that is his kindness and severity, Romans 11:22, have been preached and his people seem so unaffected and unmoved and nonchalant about them. God help us. God help us. Chris's response was like a drink of cool water in a burning desert to my soul. Praise his name. For my hearers to adore on the floor has been this preacher's ache for as long as I can remember. And this ache and longing shall never change. Amen. Quote, Listen to your message today from Junior High Camp. Great message. Ended up on the floor before the Lord for a bit this afternoon. Unquote. Chris. Cooties and Barbie dolls. It has been a Hope All Summer Camp's practice for many, many years to have a separate gender chapel on Wednesday mornings of each camp. We do, do so in order to discuss sexual purity and get down to brass tacks about it. If we don't discuss such hot topic issues in these formative years in the holy setting of camp, the teenagers will surely get educated by the world. Most of them already have. Several years ago, while working in my garage, I had a Christian radio program on. Its venue was in the realm of family ministry. The show's guest that day said that recently a young man had called his ministry and said, quote, Can you help me? I got hooked on porn through YouTube. I'm 12 years old. Unquote. While standing there in the garage that day, it was as if someone punched me in the chest and took my breath away. I spoke aloud to the Lord and said, Father, we need to go younger about our Camp Purity Talks. I had never done one with the kid campers. I have done one ever since. I use a cootie toy for an object lesson. To little boys in my generation, this is what girls had before hormones set in. I also used a bar- use a Barbie doll. I explain what ho- hormones are to the boys. After doing so, I hold up the cootie toy and tell them these are girls to you now, but when God-given hormones begin to become active, girls will no longer have cooties to you, but will look like Barbie dolls. Of course, at children's camp, we are much more discretionary about what we share versus the two upper camps. 
Never, however, do we share the facts of life. That is the parent's responsibility before the Lord, though many parents are robbed of this historical duty and privilege in their child's life. So many children learn these sacred acts via the wickedness of the culture before their parents sit them down to discuss it. After I teach, we pass out three-by-five cards to the boys, for those who want to ask questions anonymously, and understandably so. Here are some of the questions, comments the boys wrote on their cards. Quote, Brother Gertie, I had times, saw something I shouldn't. Unquote. Another, what's porn? Unquote. Do you see the sacred innocence with this one? Quote, why would a man want to marry another man? And the same thing with a woman. Unquote. Quote, why are some people so evil? Unquote. Another, quote, can sin kill us? Unquote. And then the last one, quote, what if you were the one in the videos? Unquote. Remember, beloved, the above confession and questions are from little boys in kids camp. We have work to do. Yes, we have work to do. May our Father be pleased to continue sending me out to this very precious but very vulnerable mission field. I can't think of any higher honor and privilege. Sincerely, Michael. Meanwhile, on a humorous hormonal note, after camp, Bruce Gregory, the Tell High Camp program director, texted me the following about one of the boy campers after our purity talk. Quote, By the way, one little guy at kids camp was talking to me at the field and said his upper lip was sore. I was messing with him and said, maybe he's growing a mustache. He said, no. Then he said he is growing a beard. I said, a beard? He said, yeah, his hormones had started. Pretty funny. Um, And then from my quote from my Caboose Commentary Corner for this month is, quote, Christ on Calvary was enduring his own curses of his own law, the Father doing the inflicting, unquote, based on Galatians 3.13 and Isaiah 53.10. Thank you so much for listening. I pray this challenge stirred and blessed you as always. Jesus bless. Bye-bye.